But you're not dancing. I am there dancing. I am <laughs> dancing. Coming to you from the hideout. Woo! The hideouts. We are official. We're official. Oh, yeah. We're sitting in the hideout, the official hideout of the Gunslingers. Coming to you from their location, not in the wild, wild western side of San Antonio right now. It's a little uh, wild. But we're in the hideout, and it is wild around it here. Is. Oh, yeah. Uh, we are the Smoking Guns Podcast, mm-hmm. and we're coming to you from the Gunslingers' offices, from the uh, hideout we've been calling it, and that's, that's what we're going to call it. If they I don't want to call it that, that's fine, but that's what we're going to call it. I dare you to come look for us. And it's Christmas. Yes, it is. It is. Like all things told, we are coming to you on Monday uh, before Christmas, but you're most likely listening to this on Wednesday, which means tomorrow is Christmas Eve. Yep. And traditionally on the calendar, Christmas Eve is followed by Christmas. I don't know what 2020 is going to do with that. You never know. Something else might come up. That's typically the way it goes. Typically. They're listening to this while they're getting the cookies and the milk ready. You are. You should be. Wrapping up gifts. Yeah. Making pies. Some people still shopping. Yeah. Well, I don't know who. <laughs> me. I'll tell you me. I know. And it's I'll not a it, it's not a matter of being lazy and not wanting to shop. It's just all of my Christmas money, b- bonus money comes in on the second half of December. Oh, wow. So okay. that's when I have the opportunity to go shop. I hear you. And I told you guys before yeah. we started uh, talking, you know, I will, I will take that over not having the Christmas bonus money to go For shop sure. with. So. For sure. Uh, but that's when it hits. Yeah. It is, uh, it's, it's, this is our last show of the year. That sounds our crazy. Our last show of 2020. Crazy to me. Goodbye, 2020. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I read something online uh, yesterday, I think, that said tradition in, I think it was Ireland, is to leave the front door open on, on New Year's Eve. Really? So that the new year, so that the old year can find its way out and the new year can find its way in. I'm going to okay. open all the windows, all and the, the doors, the Yeah, garage. the rest of this meme said this may be the year to open every window and door in the every house. <laughs> window and I'm door. I'm opening the garage Just door. so it finds its way out. Get out. Some arrows pointing, you know, exit this way. <laughs> we are the Smoking Guns Podcast. We are a podcast about San Antonio football, specifically the brand of San Antonio football in and around the San Antonio Gunslingers of the American Arena League and we're going to talk lots about all of those things today. I'm excited. Um, we are a general football podcast, but we don't really have any general football to talk about. Yeah, we do. Yes, we do. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, because we need to talk about what a wreck college football is. Yep. Okay. We need to talk about uh, UTSA. They got a bowl game. Yeah. Up. They had a very good year. Uh, they did. won. And season. what your team Taft? The Bears. Well, oh. I'm just jumping to the. Ba- oh, she's oh. jumping to the NFL. Or jumping, jumping into the NFL. Yeah. So we do have some general football to talk about, but Taft. we will spend the majority of our show talking about the San Antonio Gunslingers because that's what we are. We are Gunslingers fans. Yep. Uh, greatest thing to happen to San Antonio football. Here's the thing: this is the last show of the year, and this is the last year that there will not be San Antonio specific pro football. Like, for the foreseeable future, mm-hmm. we will have pro football in San Antonio past 2020. 2021, the Gunslingers kick off, and they're not going anywhere. That's no. true. So, this is the last show of the last year of no professional football in San Antonio. That's exciting. When we get back on the air here in a couple of weeks. That's it. It will be 2021, the year of professional football in San Antonio. 
Yeah, we'll be in talking when the season starts later this year, not next year. Yeah. Yeah. Provided. Asterisk. The COVID. enemy. Yeah. The enemy. That's <laughs> Provided true. the enemy COVID gives us an opportunity to do those things. And we'll talk about what effect that is having on some of this. Uh, but let's start in the past because that's always a good place to start. Two weeks ago when we got together, uh, it's funny, a lot can happen in two weeks. A lot can happen in a day. Well, it can. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. But two weeks ago, we did not know we were going to have a gunslinger, gunslinger specific event that has now already happened and been a huge success. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, on, I don't remember the date. It was, it was probably the day... It was a After cold day. our last episode came out, a, yeah. a Wednesday or a Thursday. Yeah, because it was a day of practice. It was, yeah. it was Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, our coach, head coach, and the president of the Gunslingers, Tony mm-hmm. Hernandez, Woo-hoo. was just headed to the gym over right. on Patranco. Yep, early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And he saw some smoke out behind, I think it was Sonic. Yeah, he I said a Sonic. Yep. Kind of Sonic. Uh, and so he went to investigate and found uh, a, la- uh, a lady that is homeless. Correct. Who was cold. Very cold. And had set uh, a a small fire to keep warm inside her tent. Yes. Now, you can make uh, any comments you want to about how reckless that is. It is pretty reckless behavior. But when that's all you got. That's all you got. When you're that cold, that seems like an uh, okay idea. You feel like you can control it. sounds good. And we don't know how many times she's been able to do that and been okay before, but we know that she was cold enough that she felt like that was a good idea. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her tent caught fire. Mm -hmm. While she's in it. While she's in it. Yeah, she was trapped in it. And Coach uh, Tony Hernandez was able to get his weight belt out Mm -hmm. and around her legs, Mm -hmm. pull her from the tent because he didn't go inside the tent because that would be a bad idea. And uh, dragged her out. And as they were talking with her, they got her some medical attention. Mm -hmm. Uh, All she could say over and over again was, I was just so cold. I think her name is Linda. I was just so cold. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that that bothered the coach. And that night he uh, posted it on social media. All of you have seen it. At this point, if you yeah. follow us, you've seen it. He talked he about it at practice too. Yeah, all of us. He talked about it. Yeah, that evening at practice, and uh, he decided that he wanted to see something happen, mm-hmm. and so Make a um, he got on the horn with Coach's Corner, which is a great place for the coach to go when he wants to do something. His right. Buddies. Uh, he got connected with Coach's Corner. He got connected with Deco Pizza. He got. Through social media, he asked us to get that information mm-hmm. out there as well as the gunslingers. And within a week and a half, put together a blanket drive. Right. And was it Stephen Michael and then Ruben Esquivel? Ruben, yeah, from the uh, San Antonio Tundra. Yes. Yeah, the Tundra organization got involved, the Tundra Tailgate Club. It's a what San Antonio them? Tundra Club, I believe. There you go. Uh, and they got involved. And so that was uh, this weekend, mm-hmm. this past weekend. Um, and I'll be honest with you. So here's a couple of things I know. I know blankets are cheap right now. Mm-hmm. If you want to go get uh, blankets for 2 or $3, you can at Walmart, uh, at Academy. Mm-hmm. Those fleece blankets, yes. they're, they're not expensive. I also know everybody is shopping right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're in the stores and you have the ability to, uh, you know, swing by and throw a couple in your basket. Right. 
I also know everybody is busy like crazy in December. True. So I really had no idea. I, I knew that there was the ability to do something about all of this um, and make this happen. But um, my whole life is uh, in ministry, especially is planning uh, events and when are people going to show up and when are they not? And so I've done this for a long time and December is not a time that you put events. Yeah. You shy people away from busy. events when you can. People are busy. So I didn't know what kind of response that we're going to see. Leo, you got to go out there and spend some time out there. I wasn't able to make it at all. Did you, RC? Did you get out there to drop off some blankets? I dropped off five blankets. But you seemed like you, you and Dolores were out there for a while. We were there for about an hour. The plan was just to to drop off. Had some things had going on that day, but we wanted to order some wings. Mm -hmm. And um, the wings wings were really good. Um, (laughs) Raspberry chipotle wings. The raspberry chipotle. Actually, we did a half and half. Okay. uh, A raspberry chipotle, and then the other, the mango habanero. Those were really good too. But Deco little, pizza, oh. you got good spicy. food. Yeah, but uh, right now the situation—it's been like that the last couple times we've gone, where you're going to wait a little bit. Um, yeah, you know they—they—they they, they don't have a, a, a huge amount of wait staff. You know, COVID—they uh, uh, have to spread people out, and it's—it's it's a bit of a wait. So we we waited a, a, a little while for our wings. There was another gentleman there who was asking about our wait time because he had been waiting for a while. And I just told him, hey, be patient, but it's worth the wait. <laughs> um, so we were there for, for a little bit because we were waiting on the wings, uh, got our drinks early. And um, as soon as we got those, the plan was to just take them to go and and, uh, and head on to do our business. But while we were there, I went live with a, with a video. Right. And just the short time that we were there, uh, the San Antonio uh, Tundra Club, they showed up, those guys in force, and lots of people had come up. I mean, just within the first half hour, they had a huge amount of donations. By the time we left, they had the little, uh, they kind of sh- uh, built it up like a, a, like a mountain, like a, a pyramid, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Of, of all these blankets. And people brought in comforters. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were sleeping, uh, sleeping bags, all, all kinds of things that you could sleep in and stay warm. And I mean the the response was just overwhelming. I don't I don't think anybody was expecting to get the type of response that they did. Uh, well over a thousand blankets. Yeah, I want to say the final count was a thousand forty five that yeah. day. Yeah, and I know there's still more coming in, basically because I have some friends who have contacted me and said, "Hey, we have blankets. We just can't make it out there. Right, and I'm going to swing around and and pick those up. I just haven't been able to do that yet because." As we just mentioned, it's December and it's kind of busy. Um, That's great. That's an incredible response. As far as folks who uh, might be upset about the wait time at Deco Pizza, I've been there once. Mm -hmm. Um, I learned something a long time ago, especially in food service. Mm -hmm. You can have quality, speed, or a decent price, cheap. You can... Sometimes get two of those, you will never get all three. No. You're not going to get it fast, good, and cheap. That's It's true. just not going to happen. You can have, like a you song. might can have two of those. <laughs> you might be able to get it fast and good, but it won't, it, it'll take some time to get to you. Uh, I'm sorry. You might be able to have it fast and good, but it's going to cost you something. Yep. You might be able to have it cheap and good, but it's going to take some time. You might be able to have it cheap and fast, but it's not going to be very no, good. That's true. Uh, there's a lot of those. You, you of just issues. you're just not going to get all three of those things. So Deco Pizza, they spend some time on their food. You want them to. 
Yeah, yeah. Now, when you said drinks, you mean alcoholic drinks? No, it was oh. way too early in the day. I, <laughs> it no. was nude. It was nude. No, not at all. I, I, I had an iced tea, and I think Dolores had the same. See, that yeah. weight seems shorter when you're drinking. I'm just going to throw that out there. That's that's true. So That's true. So the night this happened, we were out at practice. You and I were there, uh, Leo, and... I remember I, I can coach came up to the ownership to uh, Jason specifically and said, Hey, I know I told you we weren't going to do any more this year. Yeah. As far as 2020, that. but here's what happened. And then he kind of laid out the story because they hadn't seen the post on social media yet. And to his credit and to the gunslingers credit, uh, this is the kind of guys they are. Um, they had been told like coach had told them that we're not going to do any more charity stuff this year. Yeah, they had just done the toy drive that we talked about last time. Yeah. Uh, To his credit and to the gunslinger's credit, Jason heard the story, what coach wanted to do, and said, we're in. He didn't think about it. He didn't hem and haw. He didn't pull out the books and see what kind of of, um, hit they could afford to absorb, any of that kind of stuff. He said, we're in. Yeah. Um, Awesome. Put us down. Yeah, and he was there at the event, too. Him and Hector were both there. they were there. So um, that's incredible. Uh, that that's just incredible to me simply because I know um, right now putting together a professional football team takes a certain outlay of money, money, time and effort. Uh, you recoup that money by selling sponsorship, uh-huh. ad time on a broadcast, which we're going to talk about in a few minutes and by selling tickets. Yep. And they haven't been able to do a lot of any of that right now. So they are laying out a lot of money. Which mm-hmm. is what you do. You build a business. I'm mm-hmm. not asking for anybody to cry for them. That's what building a business is. They right. know that, and everybody understands that. But to be able to, uh, without hesitation, say we're in on a pop-up charity kind of event, uh, we're willing to do whatever you need us to do, that's a big deal to me. Like I, I found that uh, they keep surprising me with the ways that they take care of some of this stuff. Absolutely. And and it's a testament to the motive of this group. It's, right. a, it's a testament to what, what their objective is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still a lot of uh, people out there. I've seen comments in groups. I've seen like, well, wh- where are they going to play? You know, they're, they're, they're trying to pull stuff out. And, and some are generally like, they're, they're generally wanting to know. Sure. But I think there are others who are trying to say, Come on, guys. They, they haven't told us where they're going to play yet. You know, this is they're trying to discredit the team and the all the evidence that you need to look for is out there in what they've done so far. Things like this, they're, they're, they're not the pack up and leave type of organization. They're not trying to make a quick buck and then disappear. That's not happening right now. They're engaged with the community. They're contributing. They're, they're putting out more than what they're taking in. They are exactly, you know, and and they're trying to build something that's going to last and represent the city of San Antonio, the way that uh, they think the 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 city deserves to be represented. They're definitely forming uh, a relationship with the city of San Antonio. And people are seeing that. They're not just like fly by, we're just going to play football. They're really invested in the community and along with the team. And even the team players showed up. The family members of the team players show up. So I get the sense of family from the get-go. And when they do things like this for the community and for that homeless person, I told Coach, I said, it was a blessing and there's always a rainbow. And this was the rainbow. I mean, yes, she was homeless. Yes, she started a fire. She could have really hurt herself. But the rainbow is that we were 
were able to collect over a thousand blankets and it wasn't just one group it was all of us we really felt like a team really felt like a family and look if this is all that comes out of this if if for some reason covid or we've all been duped and all of this falls apart right now um some really amazing things have already yes. happened for the city of san antonio out of this it That's seems right. like small potatoes it's not i guarantee you if if you were so cold if you were homeless and so cold that you felt like your best bet was setting a fire inside your tent and you have a blanket out of this that's huge i know it sounds like small potatoes to gather a thousand blankets but it, when you realize that that's a thousand people um that on a 32 degree night mm -hmm. or a 30 degree night in san antonio are going to have something to keep them a little warmer that's worth it yeah that's, yeah. that's worth a certain amount of of time and outlay um i'm a fairly cynical person no. Uh, yes. What? <laughs> Believe it or not. No. Uh, it's something I've even thought about, you know, maybe trying to make the big, those are big changes. Your diet is a big change, but it's not True. as big a change as changing who you are. I'm a fairly cynical person, and I've really recently realized that there may be a need to really change my outlook on some things. Um, that being said, I understand the folks that are um, weary of mm -hmm. this for whatever reason, whether you... Uh, you don't buy into the idea of arena football or you've been burned by the commanders and wings and talons and um, the list goes on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guns, pre previous gunslingers. And you know, I, so I get all of that. I understand where you're coming from because I'm a cynical person myself. Um, I will tell you that I see enough evidence right now to know uh, or to believe that something is happening here because I see, uh, a group of guys that do not have millions of dollars to their name laying out a substantial amount of money expecting a return on that investment. Right. Um, this is not a write-off. This is not, well, you know, if this doesn't work out, we can just write it off and it'll be fine. Um, that's not the position no. that these guys are in. This ownership group is not those guys. Uh, that's everything we've had here in San Antonio before were guys that could do that. This is not. Um, and even in their profession, um, Hector, he's a, a sheriff, correct? Yep. And then yep. Jason works in a hospital. Yep. You know, and so they're already giving back to the community. You know, just going over the things that we've done as a team, as an organization. We had the can drive. Mm -hmm. We had the f uh, fan drive. We had the toy drive and now a blanket drive. I mean, how many organizations can say they've done all that within like six months? Right. And it's not just at the top. It's not just ownership. It, it, it trickles all the way down. It's ownership. It's uh, Coach Tony. And then from Coach Tony down to the players, the players have dedicated mm -hmm. a lot of time into these things. They have. Um, and besides all the stuff, uh, you know, all the, the community events uh, and fundraisers, just watching what they're doing, the work they're putting out on the field at practice, they're serious. Like, they're really trying to build something here. They're putting out all their effort, and, uh, you know, it shows the, the type of team that – uh, work that looking at it from the ownership down have tried to to build together. I mean, they've got a really really solid foundation mm -hmm. uh, to to build on. So I mean, there's definitely stuff happening here. And you see the age ranges. There's some young guys there, and there's some older guys there. And so they're all giving a hundred percent because for some it might be their last chance. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're they're taking on those leadership roles exactly. that they need. Mm -hmm. So it's an incredible way that um, I think this team is connecting with the community. 
um, in ways that, you know, they haven't played it down yet. They haven't uh, put on official game day uniforms yet. Um, they've done training camp, but mm-hmm. they haven't even had a, uh, you know, Ross, you know, finalized roster practice yet. That's coming, and we're going to talk a little bit about that here in a few minutes. Um, but they've already, you just outlined several ways they've already reached out to the community, mm-hmm. given back to the community, um, seeing very little income as a team. True. Um, but they're already laying it out there, not only dollars and cents wise. I mean, do they have a finalized place to play? I don't know. That's, you know. No, uh, they're still, I mean, COVID is, in the air. man, COVID is messing with that. Yeah. I mean, we can talk a little bit about that in one of the later segments, but do they already have the field purchased? Do they already have the turf? Yeah. Yep. They do, do they already have the dasher boards in place? Yeah. Yep. Like they've already got the equipment they need to ready to roll into. Uh, so do they have they're someone not, to call the game? Uh, we're going <laughs> to talk about all of that in a minute. So I, I get that folks are concerned. Like I get the idea of being cynical and being like, I'm going to wait. Like I've heard mm-hmm. folks I respect. Eric DeVries said, I'm going to wait. Yeah. I'll be at games, but I'm not buying a season ticket package. I'm not buying merch until i know that this thing is here and i get that i do i understand that kind of mentality our friends and so we love them but um i'm telling you if you're on the fence i i see evidence of good things happening Mm -hmm. around this team so we're gonna take a break there we're gonna be back in just a minute and we're gonna talk a little bit about um training camp because training camp has wrapped up now they had their final training camp and we're gonna talk about some of the um x's and o's because we've been able to be out at camp some Mm -hmm. watch some of the players i know there are some players that have been cut Mm -hmm. i know there are some players that have been cut and maybe coming back that's true um and so we're going to talk through uh some of those things so stick with us right here smoking guns podcast we'll be back in just a minute all right it is, uh, we're no, we're not fooling anymore. Like it's gunslinger time. It's football time. We're getting right in the thick of it. We are. And so what we need you to do is we need you to sponsor this show. That's right. Yeah. We have lots of opportunities to sponsor. We can put your name on top of the show. It can be the smoking guns broadcast brought to you by your business or uh, we can put your name on our mobile studio. Yes. We have been not only here at the hideout, we've been on the west side of San Antonio mm-hmm. uh, yep. where we recorded before, but we can also be out at special events and we'll be out at some special events, some tailgating events. Oh, yeah. Some of that kind of stuff as we get into the season. We can put your name, your business's name right here on the mobile studio. True. Brought to you, uh, you know, the 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 your business here mobile studio yep um we can do all of those things or we can just read your ad we can run your ad right here Mm -hmm. on the show as part of the show in the midst of things all of those are opportunities all of those sponsorship opportunities are there and opportunities to fit every budget absolutely that's that's right it's not expensive be creative it's really not expensive to be a part of the smoking guns podcast we can share all of the information with you, how expensive it is, what opportunities we still have available. All you need to do is email us at smokinggunspod at gmail.com. That's smoking. No G. Guns. 
with a Z, P-O-D, at gmail.com, and we will get you all the information and get you set up on how to sponsor the show, how to be part of the show, um, and we uh, we can keep this thing going. For sure. I mean, we're going to keep it going either way. It <laughs> sure be a lot easier to keep it going. That'd be a lot funner with you on board. It would be. It would be a lot funner with you on board. We love our sponsors. We give them lots of love. We get their information out every chance we can. Um, and we would love for you to be a part of that. So email us at smokinguns, smokingnoji, guns with a Z, P-O-D, at gmail.com, and we'll get you all the information about being a sponsor for the Smoking Guns podcast. Speaking of our great sponsors. Yes. Teardrop Pepper Company. Love them. Oh, it, yeah. It, it, like, if you haven't tried it yet, you're missing out. Definitely. You've, you've missed out. Um, if you didn't give this away as Christmas gifts, it's I too did. late now. Too late. I did. Did stocking you? Stuff- yes. Stocking stuffers. Uh-huh. Perfect little bottle yes. right yeah, now in the stocking. Oh, great. Excellent. Uh, they have two different flavors for you to choose from. They have the Golden Habanero. Yummy. Really good. And then they have the Supreme Serrano. Serrano. Yep. Is that what it's called? Supreme yep. Serrano? Sur- Supreme I haven't Serrano. tried that one yet. I think you're the only one at the table to try that, Leo. Yeah, I've it? tried them both. I like I them both. Order more the Golden the- Habanero is still my favorite because it's so diverse. But yeah. Oh, man, it's good. Just on pizza alone. Oh. It's just oh, the, it's the so sweetness good. of it. It's it's that spice, but also sweet. So so the opportunity has passed for you to use it as stocking stuffers or gifts at your office Christmas party. That's rough. Yeah. You should have done that. If you didn't do that, you should have done that. But you should listen to us. You need to get it now because tailgating opportunities are That's coming right. so soon. That's right. And oh, you're yeah. going to want to you're have. Gonna need. You're going to need. To have some of this stuff on hand for your tailgating uh, parties, right? Oh, yeah. So, Teardrop Pepper Co., Teardrop Pepper Company, is online at www.teardroppepperco.com. Use the offer code ARENA, A-R-E-N-A, and you'll save 10% on your order, mm-hmm. which is nothing to shake a stick at. 10%. Nope. It, it, hey, like we, like we say... If you have the money to spend, go ahead and, and bypass the offer code. If you're one of the, that, but who would do that? If you're one of those people that likes to save, if you're one of those people that likes to save some money, though, use the offer code Arena. Save ten percent. Also, follow them on social media at Teardrop Pepper Co. On all of the so Instagram, Facebook, uh, I believe they're even on Twitter, and follow them for all of the new creations and recipes that they drop out there. Mm-hmm. It's great stuff. You'll love it. Teardroppepperco.com. Give it a try. Smoking Guns Podcast, Philip Higginbotham, R.C. Woods, and Leo Yamas. Um, so training camp is something that football fans always love. Like in... We didn't get one this year in the NFL. We didn't get a real solid, like a real sort of training camp preseason kind of time. We've gone through Gunslinger's training camp, and it did not look like a traditional training camp, and it shouldn't have because while these are professional football players, they have other jobs. They have other things that they do. So two days a week, what did they go, about eight weeks? Yeah, something like that. It's been, it's been a couple. It's been a couple of months. Yeah, eight yeah. to ten weeks, something like that. And they had a week off for Thanksgiving. I think. They did. 
Um, so we've been out to practice. We've watched. They invited you out to practice, Gunslinger fans. Some of you came. So mm-hmm. uh, I know we saw Warren out there a couple of times. Oh, yeah. But uh, on a whole, um, you stayed away. And I, I'm going to... I'm going to say that may be the right call for some people because uh, there were nights that were great. There were nights that were rough. Not as great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you do, you did see improvement from beginning to end. I feel like you saw improvement in the team. Uh-huh. For sure. You saw some chemistry build. Um, we've seen some guys come in. We've seen some guys leave. Leave. Yeah, we've seen some guys come in and leave. That's true. Yep. Uh, you had a friend actually that you knew before Gunslingers ever came about. Somebody right. that you went to church with. Yeah, came in, mm-hmm. gave a go. wasn't exactly what they were looking for. So uh, you know, I'm not going to say that's it, but you know, he may come back in. But he came in and left through training camp. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gotten some ideas of of who the players are you're going to want to watch. Uh, at the quarterback position, we were talking pretty heavily at the beginning of camp about Armand Lott. Mm-hmm. Right. Good and you're going to want to watch Armand Lott. Oh, yeah. He's great. But you're not going to watch him at the quarterback position. No. He's moved. They moved him. They've moved him over to, to a wide receiver position, which takes advantage of some gifts that he has. Yeah. Um. Both some speed and agility issues that uh, are not issues, the uh, opportunities that he has that he may not have been making great use of at the quarterback position. Right. That he will be uh, in the wide receiver position. And it's never a bad idea to have a guy that is gifted enough to be your quarterback, but but athletic enough to be a wide receiver on the wide receiver spot. Yeah, ask the Saints. Yeah. Yeah. Well, besides that, he's a great leader. I've always seen him in he all is. the events. He is definitely he's incredibly a vocal, great leader. Um, I, I'm not saying anything out of school here because they were joking about it the other day. Um, Jason specifically loves Armand in the wide receiver position. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time Jason, uh, every time Armand does something um, impressive at practice, Jason will puff out his chest a little bit, and be like, "See, I told you." I told you, this is a guy. This is a guy. And then anytime Armand, uh, you know, misses a pass, makes a mistake, because those happen. Yeah. Uh, Jason will give him a hard time. You're making me he look loves bad. loves giving him a hard time. You're making yeah. me look bad because I've been, I've, been, I've been going to bat for you, and now you're making me look bad. But Armand will be um, – so what that means is that's one of the three quarterbacks we went into camp with. Right. That is not going to be a quarterback option a majority of the time. Another thing that's great about having a guy like Armand who can throw the ball, who can be a quarterback playing the wide receiver position is it gives you an extra wrinkle when you want to do something a little, a little fun. I see, I see yeah. a sneak play coming on. That's a possibility. Like that becomes a possibility. Greg Ward Jr. Um, was that kind of guy yep. back in the commander's days that could do that. He had been a quarterback at Houston. UH, yeah. Mm-hmm. And could do some of that. And we saw we did. at least one time we did in see game. Uh, we, that's something we, we saw we, at camp. At training camp, they wouldn't let us talk about it. They wouldn't let it. us talk about it until it actually <laughs> happened. Right. Um, so that's never a bad thing. 
Also at quarterback, we've got David Oliveira. 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 Yep. From Castroville. Um, and he's been playing well. Now that's a guy that's, I think, has surpassed some expectations for some. I think coming in. I'll, coming into camp, he was third on my, like, as I would watch them throw, I'm like, all right. I mean, if he's our backup, I oh, okay. You know, one of the other two, Armand or Chase, will probably be the starter. David has blown past that. Like, mm-hmm. David David commands an offense right now. He's been putting in work, you could tell, uh, playing playing the role, doing what he needs to do. You know, he had he had the long the long hair yep. coming into and I don't know if he was serious. It was just a little exchange between me and him uh, when he first cut it. And I was like, hey, man, he cut the hair. And he's like, yeah, I got to look like a professional. Hey. Oh, I like and that. I, I, like know if he, I don't know if he was, like, joking about it or whatever, but that was his response. He's like, I got to look the part. I got to look like a professional. It's always I'm interesting now. when and you do awesome. a show like this for a team um, because I know the guys listen. Mm-hmm. And so when we're talking about them, we're talking to them in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll be really honest with you. As I watch David, um, I he commands an offense. He gets a little... It's so hard when you're watching the same team practice against itself because it's like, is that really good for the defense or is that a area of improvement for the yeah. offense? Who does that favor? Right. Um, there were times uh, in practice specifically the other night that the defensive pass rush would get on him quickly. Mm-hmm. He had a tendency to not be sure of what he wanted to do in that kind of moment. So that'll take some time in practice. That'll take learning his receivers and learning what he wants to do. Who's my, who's my guy I'm going to go to, or am I just going to throw this thing away? Um, which is something coaches are telling him, just throw the ball away. Yeah. Ownership is saying we lose every ball you throw away. (laughs) So that's right. Yeah. Be careful. (laughs) Don't throw too many of those away. Uh, Yeah. Because you throw them into the crowd. Crowd usually keeps them or can keep them in arena football. So be careful about just throwing the ball away. I'd have a hard time deciding who my go-to guy was, you know, if I were standing back there quarterback too, because at wide receiver, they've got a lot of good options. Yeah. You're loaded with options. Yeah. Um, How about his footwork? Is he a little slow or no, I'm okay on that now. Mm -hmm. Uh, he moves great. Let's see. Laterally? Vertically. Oh, vertically. Up and down in the pocket or back and forth in the pocket, he moves well. I'm not sure about laterally, although when he would move laterally in the pocket the other night, good things happened. Okay. And when he had time. Uh, so you hear it. It's almost cliche in the world of football. It all begins up front. I noticed a lot of that the other night. If you give time for things to develop, it went well. If the pass rush or if the rush could get to him, mm-hmm. it, it would fall apart pretty quickly. Well, just for those, I wish we were live because you could see Philip here going up and down and backwards and forwards. It was really funny with your hand movements, just FYI. Um, <laughs> so staying on the offensive side of the ball, we've got lots of weapons in the wide oh, receiver yeah. area, and they're adding more. I didn't get a name. He's an addition this week. So I don't even know if we'll see him for very long. Yeah, we talked on the last show. They're still working. They're, they're, still, they're yeah. still bringing in some guys. Black and they're bringing Diamond. in... Um, so that's our, our only quarterback option at this point is David. Um, so they're bringing in a guy down from the Northwest, from the Seattle area. I, I Seattle, think. yeah. Yep. 
That's what I um, that we'll get a look at that will be in line behind David at this point. David's been the one that's been running the offense. Yeah, for sure. Um, but those are our quarterback options. We've got lots and lots of really good weapons at wide receiver from um, Cam Johnson, I think, is the Cam. kind of the top mm-hmm. uh, level. Kali, uh, Rashid. Yep. Um, Sean, Sean Mueller. Oh, yeah. He's got some jets quick, on him. Mm-hmm. Small guy, but quick. And so there was another guy in that exact same mold that was smaller the other night at practice. So, yeah, you said this new guy's even smaller. Small. Tiny guy. Like, okay. tiny. Like, we were we were joking, but he, he is really a small guy. Like, All who right. did you compare him to? But he's incredibly fast. And incredibly agile. Speedy can, Gonzalez. Speedy Gonzalez. So there were some folks that actually <laughs> called him uh, Speedy Gonzalez, and then there was even a Yosemite Sam kind of reference at one point because <laughs> of the short guy. And like, Ooh, I hate that rabbit. Um, what was interesting about him is he was small enough that he could get lost behind the line of scrimmage. Mm. Yeah. There were times that he blew past Cody Brooks, who is – one of our better linebackers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he blew past Cody Brooks at one point, and Cody Brooks yeah. said, man, that's not even fair. I can't see him. Yeah, Cody's like a heat-seeking <laughs> missile out there. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense because, you know, my I've mentioned before about my son, and he's, mm-hmm. a, he's a smaller guy, and he used to tell me all the time that, that he – took that as an advantage and he would hear the defense complaining about it when he was running yep. at running back. He's like, dad, I could hear them saying, I can't see him until he's past the line. Once he's past the line, then good luck catching up right. to him. Yeah. Maurice Jones drew. Yep. A running back in the NFL that used to, that had a couple of really solid years. That was that way. Um, just a smaller guy, kind of a bowling ball sort of guy, um, low to the ground, which is great for your center of gravity. And, and by the time you get eyes on him, he's past you and he's gone. And this guy, another thing that was really impressive about this guy is, uh, you know, in arena football, you don't just run the ball. You have to go out right. for passes. He caught a few passes and took some hits. You'd think a small guy um, going up against some of our better, larger defensive backs and uh, linebackers could be a problem. I watched him. I stood right next to him, actually. I probably should have been further out of the way than I was. Um, he took a pass at one point on a like a hook out to the sideline, mm-hmm. catches the pass, and then takes a hit in the back from a defensive back. I don't remember which defensive back it was. It's not important. He was bigger than him because everybody was bigger than him. Right. He takes a hit to the back. When the dust clears... The defensive back is on the, on a, on the ground because he laid out to make the hit. Mm-hmm. This kid's still standing. He's still standing. He's taking wow. off running. He took the hit, and he stood there. And, and I mean, impressive. So he gets there the last week of camp. I don't know if we'll see him anymore. I don't know if he impressed the coaches and the um, general manager there, uh, Jonathan Young. Um, although he he liked him, it seemed like Jonathan liked him. Um, so I don't know if we'll continue to see him, but an interesting weapon. Yeah. But the problem comes when you have lots of really good players, you can only keep so many. It's a numbers game, yeah. It becomes a numbers game. On the defensive side of the ball, we've already mentioned a little bit, Cody Brooks. Um, 
Caleb Hartfield out there playing defensive back. Mm-hmm. Caleb, mm-hmm. Uh, really impressive. Pierre Turner is a guy I think you're going to see. Oh, yeah, he's the from, leader out there. He's um, the anchor. Uh, J.B. Butler, who we've had here on the show before. Um, and then Jonathan Taylor on the defensive line. Um, Jonathan, Ivan, and Eric were all um, – they were kind of dicing up our offensive line a little bit on Thursday night. Yeah. Now – we're short there. We, we, we've got a couple of guys injured. We've got a couple of guys getting, you know. So they were rotating guys in and out, some guys we had not seen before at offensive line. Um, Caleb in there still tr- doing what he can. Caleb, Caleb Roller. Roller. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, um, the guy from Seattle, I think his name is Nathan Mays. I don't know why that name. Yeah, that sounds like, right. Right? Mays, yeah. Mays. I um, think Jonathan was talking about him. Another guy along the offensive line that we've talked about, we've had on the show a couple of times, that has not been with the team for most of training camp, William Richardson. Oh, yeah. Boss Hog. Boss Hog. Yeah. So William was (laughs) sent away. Boss Hog was sent away because he was on the heavier side. Yeah, he had some medical concerns. He wasn't doing too too good in practice, and at one, he was at having one point, some conditioning issues. Yeah, at conditioning, one point he yes. had to he had to go to the but emergency he had a lot room. Yeah. Remember, he just had he a did. baby. And just had the baby working, doing, working that moving. No excuses though. We're, no, we're, yeah, he was he sent was away. What I understand, and I may be telling this wrong, so don't you know? He was sent away with. Uh, we're going to talk to you again as the new year comes around. If you've lost X amount of weight, right, and you've been working, maybe we'll bring you back in. Mm-hmm. Last night? Yeah, just yesterday, last night in the evening. He mm-hmm. posted a video? In Louisiana. Live of himself working out in Louisiana? That's right. Looks good. Mm-hmm, he does. Definitely lost some pounds. He's lost some weight. Oh, yeah. He's looking he's been, good. He's, he's looking svelte. I almost I almost uh, commented, you know, looking svelte. Um, <laughs> he looks like he's been putting in some work. Now, does that mean we, we, we see him back? I don't well, know. I don't know. I don't know what that means for the coaching staff. I know that they've got... More guys on the roster right now than they can handle, and they have put a self-imposed cut-down date uh, here at the beginning of January oh, to January. be down to the roster that yep. they're going to go with. And their roster is what number again? 25 24. on game day, 31 total. Yes. They carry six on the practice squad, so it's to like, speak. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, 30, 31 on the roster. I think that's right. 25 suited up for games. I'm going to pretend those are the right numbers. Yeah. Okay. I think they're the right numbers. Right, yeah. I'm going to pretend those are the right good. numbers. Um, and there are some places that you, ju- you, you have to carry a second quarterback. You're not going to go on to game day without two quarterbacks. You have to carry a kicker. Yep. We have an awesome kicker. Yes, we do, Manny. Manny Nunez, uh, two weeks ago, was that the night you were out there that he was dinging the post? Yes, yeah. I was there too. <laughs> hitting the post consistently. Pretty consistently hitting yeah. one post from the other side of the soccer field. Mm-hmm. Right. Kicking from there and kicking at a post. And I don't know if he was meaning to hit the post. I know he was dinging the post pretty regularly. Yep. That's pretty impressive. They said they had worked him out, I think, in San Diego or something the NFL did. Yeah, it seems like they had said something about that. So all told... Um, we've got a good team of guys. They are still like, so here's the deal. When they get into uh practice, which will be coming up soon, they'll be getting into a regular practice schedule. 
if they've imposed, it's not a league imposed um, cap at this point on players, but they've imposed one on themselves is my understanding. What that means is for every player they want to bring in and try out. Mm-hmm. Means one's got to go. They got to go. Oh, Somebody's got to go. So guys that have been working on the bubble at this point, mm-hmm. um, there's not going to be a bubble anymore. They should be worried. That bubble's going to pop. It's going to be a hard line. Yeah. Yep. Um, so there are guys that we've talked about. There are guys we've talked with um, and spent time around that we may not be talking about anymore. It's always been kind of the way that we handle things that we don't make a big deal about cut down guys. Um, we don't, we're not happy to see anybody leave ever. No, no. Um, and so, but it's the business. There'll be names that you may hear us talk about less. Right. As we get down toward um, the day, because the day is coming faster than we know it. It is uh, what? Two weeks from this Saturday or three weeks? I want to say three weeks because isn't it the For 19th? January three 19th? Saturdays. Three Saturdays, yeah. From the very first Not preseason go. game or our exhibition game. We're going to talk a if lot about happens. that here in the El final Paso. segment of the game, our final segment of the show. We're going to talk a lot about what we know and what we don't know mm-hmm. about that particular game. But three weeks away... And I can tell you right now that while other leagues, other teams around the league, other teams around our division have already been taking some exhibition games, have already been uh, running some guys out there just to see how they would perform in game situations. That is not how the gunslingers are handling things. And in fact, they're a little embarrassed by some of the other Teams some, in the division that have been playing uh, against semi-pro teams and losing to semi-pro teams, right? And they ought to be embarrassed by that. That's you know that's, that's a reflection mm-hmm. on this a, division, this the league. league. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can tell you that my understanding from ownership and the coaching staff is that when they go, when they take the field, or if they take the field, depending on what COVID does to us. In January, on January 15th. I think I've got that date right. 15th, 16th. I want to say 19th, but I don't know. I'm, I'm that seems late. Um, when they take the field in El Paso, they will be taking the field with the intention of playing a game-ready scheme and squad and roster. Mm-hmm. Right. There is no uh, plans for this to be the second string just to see what they have. No. They're going into this game expecting it to be um, live ammunition. Right. No, it is. You're a right. A live game. It's the 16th, January 16th. So that gives us, like, well, this week they're off. They're not practicing, right? Right. And yeah. then how about it's the Christmas. following week? Are they going to be playing the week of the New Year's? No, I, I, I want to say it was a two-week break before they start. Yeah, I think okay. they're off through the New Year. Okay. So that gives us the week, the Saturday of January 2nd. The Saturday of January 9th, and the next Saturday is January 16th, and that's the yep, game. That's what you yeah. said, three Saturdays. Mm-hmm, yeah, right. so uh, they got a late start offensively on some things. Um, we had an offensive coordinator that never seemed to gel very well with 
specifically ownership. I want to be careful about what I say because, uh, I mean, he put some things in place that that they're still using. Um, But ultimately, it just wasn't a good fit. It just wasn't going to be a good fit. Um, And so they moved him away from the team or out of that spot, but it left a vacuum there. And as in the midst of, well, we've still got camp days, so we've Mm -hmm. still got to do something, and we don't know what we want to do with the offense. Cheeto, Herbert Gonzalez, our buddy, kind of stepped in and just started drawing up some plays and grabbing some stuff that he had uh, seen utilized. Now, he's a defensive guy, Mm -hmm. actually, but he started just kind of grabbing some schemes and some ideas that he had seen in his time playing as uh, a player right. and and developed an offensive scheme out of that created one uh-huh. as just a placeholder we need to be doing something so mm-hmm. let's do this and eventually the ownership and the coach got together and said well he's got an idea of what he wants to do I guess let's let's see let's what he it. can do. And so <laughs> right. now Cheeto is our offensive coordinator, and that's not a bad thing. Well, I think the idea of defensive players and offensive players going into coaching and switching is one of the most genius things you it, can do. It makes sense because when you think about it, if you're on offense, you know your playbook. You learn your playbook. You learn your role in that playbook. But you're not studying offenses. Right. You're studying defenses. You're studying what you go against because that's what you have to recognize when you're on the field. You're not looking at your own offense. Right. You're looking at what you're facing. So if you're a defensive guy, you're studying offenses because when you're out there, you have to be prepared for what you're going to see. So you really have to know uh, what an offense looks like. So y- what if whatever side you're, if you're a defensive guy, you mm-hmm. learn your role within that defense, but right. you're not necessarily studying all defenses. Right. You're studying all offenses. So it kind of makes sense to kind of flip-flop because you've got a lot of information in in your brain about that side of the ball right. having spent all your time on the other side. For an, for a great example of this, listen to the next time you watch a game on CBS and Tony Romo is calling it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Listen to what he understands about offense. There's a lot he understands about offense. But particularly listen to what he knows about defenses. defenses, yeah. He knows what he's talking about when it comes to the defensive side of the ball because he saw 20 (laughs) different defenses a year. I mean, once you add in playoffs, which he wasn't in as often as he should have been, um, but preseason and the 16 games of the season, he saw 20 different defenses a year or, you know, 15 different defenses Mm -hmm. a year. So he saw lots of different – so – there's a lot to be said for taking a guy from one side of the ball and him coaching the other side of the ball because he's seen a lot. Right. Um, so Cheeto's going to be your offensive coordinator. He's already been, uh, for the past couple of weeks, putting that scheme in place. They have a playbook. Mm-hmm. They've been running those plays. Um, it is a very traditional, it looks like to me, sort of arena league um, scheme where you've got lots of... Um, Lots of splits off the mm-hmm. the passing tree. There's not a lot of nines in there. It's a lot of curls and flats and that kind of thing. Yeah. But but that's 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 pretty a, traditional arena ball. And 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 Cheeto's a he's a arena football veteran. He played yeah. mm-hmm. so. Yes. Well, a shout out also to Cheeto. Not only is he a family man, and not only is he a coach for the Gunslingers, he just graduated from San Marcos. He did. 
Awesome. That was like last week, right? Great posted, stuff. He posted himself yeah. jump, jumping into the river, I guess That's is a right. tradition. So congratulations, Cheeto. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you got Cheeto running the offense. You got James Stolt from uh, UTSA. Yep. Spent some time coaching over there, running our defense. defense. Um, and then you got Coach Tony Hernandez kind of pulling it all together. Um, and ultimately, the trend is up. If you look at the beginning of camp, to now the trend is up oh yeah for sure and that's what you need to see they they've improved they've gotten better i don't know what they what what the rest of the division looks like i know we talked last episode about some of these names that alan is bringing in right but at this point they're just names on paper right they're they haven't been i don't even know if they you know (laughs) terrence williams is a great name Mm mm-hmm and he may sell some tickets because people want to go see how Terrence Williams is going to play in arena ball. What's he look like today? Yeah. You I know? mean, yeah. What's he look like now? Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, what does that do for you? So I'll say this. Um, if I'm a guy who played at UTSA, I think Cody Brooks played at UTSA, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. You've been around football, but you never made it to the NFL. And then the day comes that you're on the schedule and you get to play a guy who caught balls in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Just based on the mentality of both of those players in that equation, to me, a guy like Terrence Williams, who A, is older, and B, has played on the NFL level, is not going to be giving 100% to me. Or, or there's potential there that he's not going to be giving 100%. Because this is arena league, and Could I'm be. and I'm 35 years old, and you know I'm I'm making a paycheck, Could playing be. football, yeah. making a paycheck. On the other side of that, yeah, Cody Brooks, hungry, hungry, wants mm-hmm. to make a name, wants to prove something, and yeah. at the, in this moment, this guy's caught balls in the NFL. He's been on TV on Sunday. I like my chances on the gunslinger side of that equation a lot better than I do on the tiger cat side Absolutely. of that equation. For sure. I know at practice I was talking to Pierre and um, I was, he was mentioning, you know, some of the other teams getting some names. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, but this team is already one up on them. You guys have already been playing together. Yeah. You already have a playbook. You already have plays. You guys are gelling and they're barely getting names. You yeah. Know? They so, are. The gunslingers are far ahead of any team I've heard of any in our division. In this division, for sure. Yeah. Um, the Austin Wild is currently in the midst of tryouts. The Tiger Cats are making some signings, but I don't know if they're having a regular practice training camp kind of thing. I don't think they are. I don't think so either. Um, El Paso is... Do we need not, to talk about that? I'm not sure what's going on over there. I'm not sure a lot of people are going know what's going on over they're there. They're putting out videos. Uh, yeah. But we're going to see exactly how we stack up to uh, El Paso very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got the Bulls, the Bulls, which we need to talk about the Bulls. Mm-hmm. The Fort Worth Bulls, I think the last episode we talked about the possibility of a team in the North Texas area. Mm-hmm. I knew that was coming, but I couldn't say a whole lot about it. Now we can say that the Fort, Fort Worth Bulls, under the ownership of... Drum roll, please. Tyrone Washington. Woo! The enemy. The enemy. <laughs> the original He's not enemy. the bad enemy. The original enemy. He's not like COVID. No. Formerly no. of the uh, North Texas uh, Falcons. He was going to put together the Falcons. That's that right. fell right. through. Now he is with the Bulls out of Fort Worth. I think they're the North Texas Bulls. North but they're Texas playing Bulls. out of Fort Worth. 
And my understanding is that his co-owner. Uh-oh. Another drum roll. Is <laughs> the brother of one Hector Garcia. That's right. A little right. sibling rivalry so we going got on here. sibling rivalry. Ooh, I love it. I love oh, it. Oh, this is going to be good. With the Fort Worth Bulls and San Antonio Gunslingers. Is it big brother against little brother? Something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess it would be. Um, so that, that uh, and they're just like, they are, they are behind because they just finalized things and they're just moving into the league. So we're far ahead of anybody in our, our division at this point. Yep. Um, we've got, we've got a full training camp under our belt. Check. We know what we're doing um, in a lot of the places on both sides of the ball. Check, check. And... We have question marks, but we know where those question marks are. Yep. That's a good place to be. Would you rather have no question marks at all? Sure. Who wouldn't? That's not going to happen for any first-year organization at any level, though. In, in the midst of a pandemic. And like, <laughs> yeah, on top of that. I mean, a and lot of things enemy. working against you right now, but... Um, you do have question marks. I'm not going to lie and say we're 100% ready to go. No, All there right. are question marks on this team. But we know where those are. Like we, we, we're aware of where those are, and they're, making st- they're taking steps to identify and eliminate those question marks or fill in those blanks. So, And they have the best podcast in the entire This AL. is true. Yeah. yeah well, come yeah. On. No I one mean, can compare to that. I mean. Come on. So much so that they're not even trying. Not even. I they're not close. even putting anything out there. Because we're just ahead of the game. That's right. And they know that. So when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about El Paso. We're going to talk about the game in El Paso because we know some things. We can share some things. Yeah. And we don't know some other things. And we can share that we don't know those things. So <laughs> sure. uh, we're going to share all of that information with you and get you ready um, to participate in El Paso, in the game in El Paso, in whatever way that looks like. With Los Bucaneros. Okay. Does that mean Buccaneers? That means Buccaneers. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, then, yeah, with them. In Spanish, yeah. So stick with us for, we're going to take a break right here. Stick with us, and we'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to the Smoking Guns Podcast. We'll be back. Smoking Guns Podcast is excited to offer you a way to be a part of our team by supporting the show on Patreon. This is a great way for you to get involved, for you oh, to for just sure. jump in. Um, and be part of the team. Join the, the family. Join the crew. So join when, the posse. All right. you can do, or all you need, join the. I love it. Yeah. Join the posse. The posse. Uh, all you have to do is go to www.patreon.com/slash/smokinggunspod. Mm-hmm. Smoking no G, guns with a Z, P-O-D. Uh, and you can support the show at a five dollar, ten dollar, or twenty dollar a month level. Mm-hmm. We have Patreons at all three of those levels that support us currently. We love them very much. We're very excited about their um, willingness to be a part of the show. And you can be part of that. Look, we realize that some people just can't do that. Mm -hmm. Right? We're not upset with you. We're not mad at you. No. But if you have the ability to help us out and help us make the show go, you should do that. That's true. You should jump on and and just help us out with five bucks a month or ten bucks a month. How much is a, a cup from Starbucks? A coffee. I don't know, seven, eight, yeah. nine dollars now. This is cheaper than <laughs> Something that. Something like that. This is cheaper than that. You know, help us out with five bucks. It it really makes a big difference. It does. And yep. uh, as we get into the season, as we get exclusive content, as we get exclusive news, 
you're going to be the first people we share it with. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're going to be the only people we share it with, but you're going to be the first ones. You're going to get a notification on your phone. When, when the schedule hits, mm-hmm. I'm not going to post it online on Facebook first. No. I'm going to post it to our patrons first. Right. And then I'm going to post it over to um, our Facebook page a little later. But you're going to get the first opportunity to get all of the news if you're one of our patrons not because we want to hold things back from you, but we want to reward those folks that are jumping on board and being part of what we do. So if you're able, go online, patreon.com, smoking guns, pod, smoking, no G guns with a Z pod support the show. Be part of the team. We would be ever so grateful. So honored. Smoking guns podcast, Philippine about RC woods, Leo Yamas, Sitting around the table here in the hideout at Gunslinger Central. Mm-hmm. Um, discussing the fact that this will be the last segment of the Smoking Guns podcast in 2020. We shall not miss no that year. <laughs> not going to miss 2020. Although. We've had fun. It is the year that brought us the Smoking Guns podcast. That's true. It is. If you're looking for positives, and you have to. You have to really look for positives in 2020. Yep. We did have the beginning of the Gunslingers organization and certainly the beginning of the Smoking Guns podcast mm-hmm. here in 2020. That's a good thing. Yep. Like, that's that's positive. That's I mean, something. We've had some good, like, I love my um, my little signage that I have on my car. And then we have some good merchandise from the Smoking Guns We do. Party, you yeah. Know? So we've had a big jump from our last podcast. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. So we've we made some strides. You know? We've got t-shirts. We've got uh, we have our own hats. equipment. Hats. We've got our own equipment. We paid for our own equipment yet, but we got our own equipment. <laughs> uh, we do have a mobile studio. Yeah. Insert your name here. Mobile studio. We have sponsors. We have a few. We got we could use some we got more. patrons. We got patrons. We got patrons. My gosh. Been good. Yeah. That's been good to us. And how about the name? It's grown on you, right? It has. And the bang yeah. bang. Sh- Remember the bang bang. Bang yeah. bang. We sh- did- well, bang, That's bang. not really how it goes. But <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, you didn't like it at first, right? I didn't. I was not a big fan of the smoking guns with the Z. Uh, uh, it was not my... I really got on board with it once we started developing the logo. Once the logo started coming together, I was like, I can, yeah. do, I can handle this. Um, but we're here. Mm-hmm. Football's here. And as we move into 2021, football's really going to be here because we've got our first exhibition or preseason game scheduled for January uh, 16th, 16th. 16th in El Paso. And so you want the good news or the bad news? Hit us with the bad news first. I was going to say the good. The good? It doesn't I, matter. I'm going to go with Leo here. I think oh. I'm right. Let's I think the, the bad, bad news. news. Get it out of the way. Um, El Paso is one of the hot spots for covid Right. Mm-hmm. Right now. And so El Paso City and County um, is not allowing any large gatherings of people. So to be able to put this game together, and right now it's still, uh, as anything is in COVID world, it's still a question mark as to whether the game can 100% happen. Right. Up in we, the air. We know for sure, though, that even if it happens, no fans will be allowed in the facility. Yeah. Mm. So no, no party bus. So no party bus. Party bus. That sucks. No, no fans making the eight hour drive out to El Paso to join us 
um, for the Gunslingers' first game. That's a bummer. Yeah. Like, that is not the um, atmosphere we were all hoping to Not at have. all. I was hoping for tailgating. Right? Yeah, for sure. Tailgating the whole way up there. Basically, yeah. Like, yeah. if you get a party bus, <laughs> party mm-hmm. bus, like, you can pregame the whole way there and the whole way home. I was going to think about stumbling out of the bus. and But uh, that's not going to happen. So you may say, well, that's really a bummer. How am I going to keep up? How am I going to follow? How am yeah, I going to watch? How would you do that? Hmm. How am I going to be part of the game if I can't go to the game? And this is where the good news comes in. That's right. Okay. Woo! Because I can share with you that the uh, Gunslingers game will be available live yep. on YouTube and Facebook Live. This is the plan. Let me say it that way. Say it this way. The plan, the plan is... is for the game to be live, broadcast live, on uh, Facebook Live, on the Gunslingers homepage, our Facebook page, as well as their YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and. And. And there's more. And there's more. But wait, there's more. Make sure you're sitting down. Uh, the Gunslingers have asked uh, Leo and myself. Along with uh, RC to do some uh, some ancillary stuff around the game, uh, but Leo and myself will be the broadcast team. Woo! How about that now? So yeah. we have uh, connected with Jonas Clark, our good buddy Jonas Clark, good friend. Yep, um, and he is going to help us put together the broadcast, the live broadcast. We will definitely broadcast this first preseason game How in El Paso. Uh, I will be on play-by-play, and Leo will be doing the uh, color analysis. I like color. Color. And I'm just hanging we'll just out. So let me just ask you. <laughs> let, 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 let me. Let me. Just, so I was watching, you know, uh, football the other day. I was watching watching my Denver Broncos. Sure. And you know, of course, I, I had some very colorful words to go along with with that game, as you can imagine, you know, how my team is doing. Right. And then I stopped myself and I said, you know, when I do the, when I do the color (laughs) analyst, I I wonder if I'm going to be allowed to say that. (laughs) You can't (laughs) You know, just like beep, beep, beep. I'm like, hmm. I mean, it's just, it's just YouTube and Facebook, right? It uh, it is. It's YouTube and Facebook, but I think we want a slightly more professional. We want family friendly, of course. uh, Family friendly game. Uh, It will be... Um, we're going to have a couple of cameras. We're going to do our mm-hmm. best to put together a, a top flight um, broadcast for you guys back here in San Antonio um, because we know that that's the only way that you can check in and you can watch. So we are um, efforting both on a budget, <laughs> which, by the way, if you want to sponsor oh, that would be uh, any great. portion of that broadcast, you need to reach out to the Gunslingers. They are taking care of all of that. Yep. Um, so reach out to the gunslingers and say, Hey, I've got a business. I've mm-hmm. got, um, I've got an ad I want to run during the broadcast. It will be, not only will it be live, but it will be, um, available on their YouTube channel after that. Yeah. So, there to stream. Great opportunity. Um, so you could mm-hmm. get your business or your friend's business or whatever, um, on that broadcast. They are taking care of all of that. The gunslingers directly are. So do that, um, as part of that. But we are, we are putting it together on a budget, 
But the great thing about one of the great things about the year that we've been through is um, some people like yours truly have learned a lot about how to do yeah. streaming events and, and online events. Um, there was a period. I don't know if you'll remember that. I, I don't know if you're old enough to remember. There was a period where church had to go online completely um, for about five yes. or six months for some people. I think oh, we did yes. it for three or four months mm-hmm. um, where church had to be online only. Right. Um, all of a sudden, uh, your buddy Philip here became <laughs> went from the youth minister who hung out with teenagers and you know talked about farts and Jesus. Wow, um, they, those two go together. Oh yeah. Okay. Definitely. Um, all of a sudden, became the tech pastor who learned how to live stream stuff. There you go. Um, and we're bringing in a guy who knows a lot about live streaming with Jonas Clark, Jonas, who's yeah. done a lot of that kind of stuff. So we're we're not. We've seen some broadcasts. From other teams in our division, yeah, we've we've set some goals for ourselves that are that is somebody holding an iPhone. <laughs> so the standards are low. We're going to be way with above no that. with no uh, commentary at all. I can tell you, we're going to do better than that. We'll we'll there be better go. than that. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to put together something just like the gunslingers want to put something together that uh, the city of San Antonio is proud of. We want to put together a broadcast that. Um, is going to tell the story of the game in a way that you could be proud of because this is the first chance a lot of people are going to get to see the gunslingers. Right. And we want to put a product out there that you can be proud of being a fan and say, hey, this is something that you're going to want to see when it comes to San Antonio. Take a look at how awesome this is. Um, So we're not going to be holding an iPhone and um, live streaming on Facebook from an iPhone that we're holding in our hand kind of deal, which unfortunately is, is some of the stuff that we've seen out there. Right. Um, we're going to go way beyond what that's, uh, that capability looks like. So we're going to be bringing you the game live there on the 16th and you'll be able to watch it after that too, which means you can watch it a second and third time. Cause you're all going to be watching it live right with us. Um, but they'll be able to, you'll be able to watch it um, online. And I think, so, well, I'm sorry. The one thing that I, when I cook, I always tell my husband, I said, does it taste good? And he's like, oh yeah, it was good. I go, you know what the secret ingredient is? And he's like, what? And I'm like, love. And I truly feel that with this, we're going to add our own special in- ingredient because we know the team. We love the team. We know the players. So even though we're there at the game and doing the play-by-play, we can do that extra mile because we actually know them. We know the team. We know the players. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, there was some talk about um, them maybe bringing in some large names. Philip Higginbotham and Leo Yamas are not large names for the broadcast team. No. Um I've done some broadcasting uh, for high school football, but nothing on the professional level. I don't think you have either. No. Um, and so there was some talk about bringing in names, like large names, like names people would recognize. Names people would yeah, get excited about. Uh, there was a couple of problems with that. A, it took a certain amount of money to do that. Yeah. That uh, they wanted to spend on some other places and in some other places. The other thing it did is that those people had no connection to the team. Right. Like they, right. they would be coming in and doing their job professionally because mm-hmm. that's what they do, but they would have no real connection to the team. And so ultimately, um, I, I'm not, I, I don't want to speak for the gunslingers organization, but, um, it came down to, we know these guys, they know us and they work cheap. So <laughs> <laughs> don't say they work cheap. 
<laughs> so uh, we'll we'll go. We'll see what they can put together for us. Um, I don't know if this will extend into. I, I know some some discussion has happened already. Extended extending into the regular season. We're not to that point yet. Let's let's do one. Let's get one under our belt. Yeah, um, just like we used to hear all the time uh, back in our previous iteration. Uh, we would talk about second and third season things. And, yeah, and we always heard the same thing from. Um, the leadership around the commanders, mm-hmm. it was, let's get one season. Let, mm-hmm. Let's get one season under our belt. Well, we're going to kind of take that sort of mindset and say, let's get one game under okay. our belt and make sure we know what we're getting uh, into, and then we'll we'll move forward from there. But we've already had some conversations about going into the season and, and broadcasting and what that will look like. I can tell you that whether it's Leo or I, those games will be broadcast. That's a league mandate. Yep, that they broadcast those games on uh, a streaming service for fans to keep, um, keep abreast. They can follow the team. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they are they are working on now. Just like anything else, there may be a sus- subscription package at some point. Right, that's just kind of the world that's that we're living business. in. You that's may have business. to you may have an AAL payment to uh, you know you may <laughs> have to pay to stream the games. I, I don't know. Uh, I know there's some discussion about that. I don't know if they'll actually put that together, but they do. They do. That's the world we live in. Yep. Um, everything costs something. So, you know, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to watch my Stars and Rangers because Fox Sports Southwest has disappeared off of every yeah every service. Like, they're not on any services anymore. AT&T is the only one that has them anymore. Ugh. So how – Spurs. Your Spurs. Yeah, the Spurs, yep. Yeah, you got DirecTV? Not anymore. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. How are you going to watch Spurs something. games? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's oh, rough. Wow. Um, I wouldn't be able to watch my Mavericks either way because we're not in the Mavericks area. So mm. it is what it is. I'll have to wait till they play the Spurs or they're nationally broadcast unless I want to buy NBA League Pass. Guess what? I don't want to buy. You're not going to buy that. Yeah. <laughs> NBA League Pass. I might I might spring for NHL's uh, center ice, I think is what they call theirs. But I'm not going to do that for the Mavericks right now. They're going to have to prove something. Oh, okay. KP's going to have to stay better, stay healthy longer than six games. <laughs> They're going to have to actually prove something to, to get me that excited about the Mavericks. But, yeah, Spurs games, hard to find now. Mm. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that too much. We just we just got off of DirecTV, and uh, we're using another uh, streaming service right now. Yeah, DirecTV's oh. the only one carrying them right now, mm. carrying Fox Sports Southwest. It is what it is. It's the world that's, that we live in. That's how, yeah, them's the breaks. But on the positive side, all you Gunslingers fans, all you Smoking Guns uh, fans that have yeah. followed us, you're going to get to watch your, you know, I have a opportunity, uh, whether it's a pay service or not, to watch your favorite yeah, team and they're play. Not, I mean, that's not, don't, don't quote me on any of that. I know that's been a conversation, but right. I don't think that that's anything that is right around the corner. Right. Um, and why why you get to watch them play? You get to hear your favorite voices. That's true, or mine. Uh, you know. <laughs> uh, so we are. We're gonna we're gonna be bringing you the game. Uh, I think RC is gonna do some stuff. We're gonna try to put Stop together them. some stuff um, before the game that we can we can load in some player profile kind mm-hmm. of things, um, so that you can get an idea of who these players are. We know them, and we've true. gotten to bring you some of their stories. Um, but RC is, yeah, RC is maybe going to bring us some more of those stories throughout that game. 
and uh, and we'll see what 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 happens. It's kind of exciting. A new adventure. It's another adventure. Um, it's another. All of this is new. Mm-hmm. Like all of this is new for uh, some of the gunslingers' ownership. Certainly new for us on some levels, um, and this is just a new step. But I'll tell you, the way things have worked out so far, everything's gone well. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about this, just like I've yeah. been excited about the rest of the the uh, the process up to this point. I was even so. told I get a pass. Like a media, Finally. A media pass. Like a media pass. A hey, real but you, one. You can't be a fan, though. If you <laughs> yeah. The media but pass. It, yeah. We'll see <laughs> if it gets ripped away from you. I hope not. Good God. So that's the big news is we're going to be bringing you the uh, Gunslingers game on the 16th mm-hmm. from El Paso, live into your homes. Figure out how to get YouTube on your TV. If you got a smart TV, you already got it figured out. If you don't, go buy a Chromecast. That's 35 bucks or whatever. Roku. I think Roku has a, Roku, a, U, yeah. a YouTube channel. Um, Google TV, I think, is the new thing. That's the big thing this Christmas, right? Is that- Google TV. I don't know. Oh, there's fire TV out there. Yeah, fire, you can get a fire, yeah, stick. fire stick. We have yeah. a fire stick. Uh, yeah, we do Chromecast at my house. Mm. Love it. Um, but fire sticks out there and Roku. I think those are the three. We got Fubo. Oh, do you have Fubu? We got Fubo, yeah. Or Fubu. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. We got to talk about that all, all offline because I'm I'm trying AT&T TV now, which is DirecTV streaming service. Yep. Yeah. Not so happy. Mm. I loved Hulu Live. Like, I'd still be paying for Hulu Live. They went up 10 bucks on me. I'd still be paying it if they'd have kept Fox Sports Southwest. Mm. But they didn't. Huh. Is what it is. But that doesn't matter. Uh, YouTube is available on any of those streaming to your TV kind of services. Smart TVs, yep. uh, Google Chromecasts, your... Firefox, fire, fire stick, stick your Roku, all of that kind of stuff is available there on your, uh, on YouTube or Facebook. You can yeah. cast Facebook, I think, to a lot of that. That stuff. might be easier for some people. So you can watch it on your big screen TV. You can gather together with your friends or not, depending on how you feel about the whole gathering That's thing. Right. No more than eight, right? Right, <laughs> eight, ten, whatever I don't it is, know. or eat outside. So. Uh, that's the big news is that game will be available online free, at least for now. And uh, Leo and I and RC will be all a part of that broadcast team that will bring you that game. So that's exciting. Yes, that's exciting news. In one way or another. No, it's just exciting. It oh, it is exciting. Yeah. I'm saying, but, but I'm not going to be, a, you guys are going to be kind of rolling with it. I'm just going to be, you know. Now let's talk there. about the asterisk that is covid on top oh. of all of that. The um, enemy. The enemy. The true enemy. <laughs> that is the true enemy. Of everything. Um, we expect right now with the restrictions and, and everything in place as it is in El Paso to be able to have the game. We're making plans that direction. But I would be lying to you if I said I was 100% sure that this game was going to happen. Right. Nobody knows. Nothing's 100% right because now. Because nothing is 100% right, right now. Um, so that is the plan. That is everything going forward. But COVID has really, really, I, I don't know if you've noticed, listener, or you two guys. Okay. COVID's messed stuff up 
Oh my God, Beyond. <laughs> really? I don't, I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> yeah, we did. We noticed that. We saw something uh, on TV about bit. it. We should have a schedule in our hand by now for mm-hmm. the yep. uh, American Arena League. We don't. That's okay. Nope. And it's because you have venues in, uh, you know, what is it, 15, 16 cities that all are trying to make a determination on what they're going to do with COVID restrictions. And then they've got to figure out what the schedule is. And so let's talk about San Antonio alone right now. And I'm not doing this with any necessarily any inside information, but let's just talk about what's going, what's going on with Freeman center. You know, cause you've been there. Yes, I have. They have testing going on right now. Yeah. They They have federally funded COVID testing. Yes. Federally funded dollars are big dollars. Yeah. And like so if you can seven, be five or six days a week, if the U S government says we want to use your home for something and we're going to pay you lots of money to do it, you do that. Right. Exactly. Well, Freeman has done that. And do they know when that's going to end? No, no, it, no. So don't. that's one possible venue for right. the gunslingers. And then there's, uh, the Alamo dome. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew this or not, but the Alamo dome is in pretty high demand. It is. Yep. There are, um, Basketball tournaments. Mm-hmm. There are high school events, high school sports events, and high school other events. Yep. There are all kinds of events that go on at the Alamo Dome Monster all the time. Mm-hmm. Monster truck <laughs> events. That's yeah. right. And all of those organizations that the Alamo Dome works with, the Gunslingers are just one of those. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with all of those right now. That's right. And so that is one city out of 15 or 16 across the league. And that's what's going on here. The same thing that's going on here is going on in every other city across the uh, American Arena League. Yep. And so if you're frustrated that you haven't seen a schedule yet or you haven't been able to buy your season tickets, we feel you. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you it's not, oh, this isn't going to happen. Oh, this is this is another one of those things. No, it's, it's not. not. Our it's, hands are tied. I mean, you know, they, with COVID. It's it's COVID messing with more stuff. One more thing. One more thing that COVID is messing up. Um, now, with vaccines that are making their way out right now, mm-hmm. and um, I, I'm hearing, well, it just depends on who you're listening to, I guess. But spring to summer may be safe time where things can start happening again. We'll hope. Yeah. Knocking on wood. That's the best we can do right now. Yeah. Is just move forward as if this is this is all going to be good by the time we get there. Um, reminds me, I used to watch NASCAR a lot when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. My dad was a big car guy, and so he loved NASCAR, and I watched NASCAR. You know, on those big, like, Daytona, Talladega, those big banked tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what you do uh, when there's an accident in front of you? You duck? No. No? You know how you handle it? I'm sure you're going to tell me. You drive straight for it. Oh. You drive straight at it. Okay. Because on a banked track, it's going to come up. It's not going to be there by the it's time you get there. It's not going to be where it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You drive at right it now. because it's not going to be where it is. That's the one spot it's not going to be. Right. Yeah. It yeah, was. you don't you, know where You don't know where it's going. You don't know where it's going, yeah. but you know that where it is right now, it's not going to be It's not going to be there. Most likely. So you drive straight at it. Got it. That's the best we can do. In a COVID world, we just got to, we, we look we're and we go, we're going to go that direction and we're going to hope that it's out of the way by the time we get there. Yep. And that's how we have to handle things right now. It is the world that we live in at this time and place. Um, Good analogy. 
it, it's the best I got. So, but there's more. The, well, don't don't be be frustrated. I was gonna say, don't be frustrated. Don't be upset. Be frustrated. Be upset. COVID sucks. We're all in the same boat. Um, but recognize that um, there's a lot to get excited about. Right. Like we've seen it. Um, some of you have seen it. The the players, the coaches, the owners, um, and if you haven't been around them yet and and felt some of the excitement of all of this coming together, it is uh, it is better than the previous venture. Mm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like this is more exciting than the commanders ever were. Yeah, I, I I gotta tell you, I'm more excited about this than I ever was about the commanders. I feel more invested. Yeah, absolutely. I I feel like this is a team. Look, I I don't want to talk bad about anything that went on back then because it was really an amazing opportunity um, for us to be involved with something. But we, the fans and we, the show that Mm -hmm. was involved, had no voice. Like, we just didn't. They were going to do things the way they were going to do them. There were things that we, you know, it would be really interesting. In, for instance, um, Leo had a whole bit that we did for the Orlando Apollos. Oh yeah, the spoils. Yeah, yeah, and it became a big deal. Yeah, for the week leading up to that game, which <laughs> was a big game. Yeah, because yeah, um, they had those orange socks that looked like chicken legs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so, and they're they're. Uh, logo was a big O that could be an egg almost. Yeah. Um, there were lots of things. So we actually, um, floated the idea of, uh, using some chicken sound effects Mm -hmm. and some of that kind of stuff because the chicken dance. Yeah. The chicken dance. Um, which I can do really well. We, that, that was, that was not welcome. No, no, they didn't like it. They didn't like that idea at all. Um, we bent it all in fun. We weren't, yeah, we weren't trying to say anything about the. They liked it on Facebook. Apollo, yeah. well, not not the commanders, but yeah, the our followers. Fans. Yeah, yeah the fans. Fun. The fans loved the whole thing. The other thing that uh, you know, Marcy Grace went out there and wrote a song, right, oh, yeah. for the team, for mm-hmm. all about the commanders, and they kind of, sort of used it one time, and it was very low. You could barely hear it. Um, we just didn't have a voice. Mm-hmm. Fans didn't have a voice. The show didn't have a voice um, because we are kind of a voice, kind of a a conduit for fans to get things um, out to the team. You do here. I I really feel Mm -hmm. like we do here. There have been times that we have um, suggested things that has ended up being the way they've gone. Come to fruition, yeah. 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 And we have access to the hideout. Yeah, we do. So... um, I'm much more excited about this than I ever was the commanders. Um, and all the things that we've talked about before, the ownership group being here in San Antonio instead of uh, coming into San Antonio, with all of those things. Um, I can just tell you that this is something to be excited about. It stinks that it's COVID world. Mm-hmm. It stinks that we can't do things as quickly as um, we want to that we can't already have a schedule and season tickets on sale for Christmas and all of those kind of things like that would be great. It's just the current reality we're in. It is. It's yeah. the reality of where we are. Um, but it's exciting. Mm-hmm. 
There is some really great things happening. Um, if you have ideas as a fan about things that the gunslinger should do or things our show should do, you should reach out because there's a good chance that uh, you could you could impact this whole experience at yeah. this point. So get excited. 2021 is here. Around the corner. It is uh, time for us to start talking about real, actual, on-the-field X's and O's football stuff. That is coming sooner rather than later. And um, 2020 is is leaving. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully taking everything with it that it brought. Yep. All of the baggage. I'm ready. I'm ready to see those first hits. I'm ready. I'm ready to see those first hits into the wall. Yeah. That's going to be some fun. Such an interesting idea because we were out of practice the other night and just the conversation about, oh, well, that's out of bounds. There is no out nope. of bounds. <laughs> like he would be up against the wall, but he's not out of he's bounds. He's not out of bounds. <laughs> uh, just a lot of fun. This this whole, if you've never watched a live arena football game, it is unreal what kind of experience it is. It is really an exciting experience. I yep. never have. It is it is much more exciting than I love traditional football. I don't mm-hmm. think that I think that almost goes without saying. Um it is more exciting. It is more fun. Wow. Than a traditional football experience. A lot of fast action. Yep. Yep. Lots of scoring. Lots of action. Lots of fun. And lots of lots of hits. Like lots oh, yeah. and lots of hits. Um, so you're going to enjoy this, and it's here. The year of the Gunslingers is here. Mm-hmm. 2021, um, as you uh, do your New Year's Eve stuff, yeah, realize that the year of the Gunslingers is here. 2021 is beginning. Jump you know, on board. Jump on board. Um, late March, we'll be... In the thick of it. Yeah, we'll be playing games. Games that matter. Every week, I think, uh, we're going to be on air. Right? Our, our, yeah. Yeah. We kind of Sooner about rather than later. Yeah. I think we're yeah, going to have to start going to our weekly schedule. Weekly shows. Um, so we're going to need some ideas for what you guys want to know, what you guys want to hear about, and who you want to hear from players, coaches, owners, cheerleaders. Yeah. Speaking of which, before mm-hmm. we sign off, we got to remind people. Yes. That I talked to Taylor, our coach, our cheerleading coach, and she's all, all on board for us sponsoring a young lady or whoever it may be trying out for the cheerleaders. Yep. So I'm excited. So get in your video. Uh, we want one minute, right? It's one minute? Less than a minute. Less right. than a minute. A minute tell or us, less. Yes. Tell us why you want to be a cheerleader for the gunslingers. and Show us your gunslinger spirit. And that's right. I really cannot stress this enough. That's all we want to see is your gunslinger spirit. We don't want what we don't we, we there are lots of things that uh, you may think that we're trying to garner when we say we want cheerleaders to send in a video. We just want to see your it's spirit. The family friendly version yeah. of it. We it just want to see gunslinger spirit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Is that fair? That's, that's fair. fair. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, so go ahead. Get excited. If you're thinking about trying out, we will pay. I think it's twenty five dollars the fee. Uh, for you to try out, um, that's going to be January. One person. We're going yeah, to we're going to select one the person best. and do that. We're not going to do that for everybody. No, no, just one person. Mm-hmm. Just one person. The best video that we all agree on. And so I'm excited. So get excited. So. And when is the cheerleader tryout? I want to say January 9th. January 9th. January yep. 9th. Yeah. Yep. So, so if you have any questions, let us send me a message, and I will get the message to Taylor. There you go. Send RC a message, or send us a message on the Smoking Guns podcast page. Yeah. 
and we will uh, get that information for you as quickly as we can, and we'll get it back to you. But uh, if you're interested in somebody covering your fee for you, if you hey, if you got all the money in the world and you can afford the money, hey, go ahead, go ahead, like do your thing. But if you would love to save twenty five dollars, mm-hmm. um, then go ahead and give us an opportunity to cover that fee for you. That's right, and I'm going to be, and I'm gonna be there at the trials. I'll be interviewing a lot of the girls or whoever may be cheering or there you go. Trying so out. you could get interviewed by RC is going to be there and. Also, a big plus for you, uh, Leo and I are not. So <laughs> there's that too. Um, maybe that's a plus for you. But uh, How is that a plus? Get us, if you're interested in us sponsoring you, yes. one minute or less, um, tell us why you want to be a gunslinger at a gunslinger. We don't have the name, don't have yet. The name yet. Yeah, we're going to go with gunslinger at then. Uh, why you want to be a gunslinger cheerleader Yes, and uh, show us your spirit. And we'll see who we can select, who we can send to try out for the, the gunslinger cheerleaders. That's right. You can do it. I know you can. All right. So as we wrap things up, as we say goodbye to 2020, as we say hello to 2021. sucker. (laughs) Adios. We, uh, we are excited about everything going on and we can't wait for football to begin. And it's almost here. Smoking Guns podcast is brought to you by. Texas Sports LMT, that stands for Licensed Massage Therapist, specializes in sports massage, sports stretch, Swedish, and deep tissue massage. Texas Sports LMT has been in business eight years and was nominated Best of San Antonio three years in a row. She works alongside the San Antonio Commanders, making sure they were game day ready at all times. She has also worked and provided sports stretch to numerous players from the NFL and the NFL Combine. She's actually going in January to the um, NFL Combine in Florida. She's nice. busy, yeah. She's All excited right. about that. So sports stretch is structured to be performed on athletes of any size or stature. It is safe for just about anyone who is looking to gain flexibility in order to perform better on the field, in the gym, and in everyday activities. And let me tell you, I'm not going to say who, but someone specifically asked for a gift certificate from her. And me being the person I am, that's what they're going to get for Christmas. Can you imagine that? Wonderful Christmas gift. Nice. Nice. So give Laura, the Texas Sports LMT, a call to set up an appointment today at 210-459-0176. One more time, at 210-459-0176. It's not how you train. It's how you recover. Smoking Guns Podcast is also brought to you by Always Green Lawns of San Antonio. In San Antonio, artificial grass lawns are an incredibly popular addition for many different types of commercial and residential applications. Their turf is child and pet friendly. Woo! They design top-of-the-line putting golf greens and state-of-the-art landscaping lawn turfs for daycare centers. I don't think they do the putting greens for a daycare center. I've never seen a daycare center with putting green. What about Tiger Woods' kid? That's getting them started early. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, that's true. Tiger know? Woods' kid probably had a putting yeah. green mm-hmm. at his daycare center. But they do daycare center, schools, parks, public walkways, shopping malls, apartment complexes, and they will even do your lawn at your home. Their skilled designers and installers uh, work diligently to create flawless-looking artificial grass applications for locations of all sizes, shapes, and budgets. What color is your grass right now? Um, brown like a tannish sort of yeah 
If you had always green, it'd be green right now. It's, it's right like, there in the name. Kind of like right. that wheat color. Yeah. 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 And it's all crunchy. Hey, for sure. <laughs> Very crunchy. They provide the look and feel that is superior to any other synthetic grass on the market, offering top quality at great prices to San Antonio and the surrounding areas. Imagine doing away with a portion of your home or commercial property maintenance budget while conserving water, saving time, protecting the environment from pesticides and herbicides, and you don't have to mow anymore. That's right. Save money, save time, help the environment with a product that pays for itself, not to mention their grass products will make your property look beautiful. Call Always Green Lawns of San Antonio, 210-413-1034. That's 413-1034. Always Green Lawns of San Antonio. Do it. Just find out what it's going to cost to have a beautiful lawn all year long. Sounds good to me. Smoking Guns Podcast is super excited to talk a lot about our patrons. Mm -hmm. We have Iris and Mo. Love them. Ferrante. Ferrante. We have Herman Robles Jr. Love him. Herman. Alba Nava. Alba. Alba. Yep. We're super excited about and the owner, the the chief, the the man who makes it all work, Jason Torres. That's right. Thank you, Jason. What happened to your giant yesterday, man? Uh oh. Ooh. Ooh. We had to go there. Ooh. I'm sorry, Jason. We just got kicked out of the hideout. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost our key. I mean he's right. But <laughs> the Cowboys won this week. And so did the Bears. Just saying the Cowboys won this week. I'm just saying. My Broncos got destroyed, so you know, I'm just <laughs> misery loves company. <laughs> but we are super thankful, Iris, Mo, Herman. We uh, love you guys, Jason Seriously. and Alba. They are they are spectacular. They make the show go in a way that we can't really even um, just. It's hard to put yeah, hard to really put is. into words. It yeah, is. Uh, we are excited about the season coming up, and they make it possible for us to bring you all of the information. Um, just by being part of the show and being part of our team. Well, that's it. 2020 is over as far as the Smoking Guns podcast is concerned. Besitos, I'm blowing kisses. Bye, adios, get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) The next time we talk to you, uh, we do have some bonus content we're going to drop from way back. Something Uh that's been holding, we've been holding on to in the vault. Yeah. Um, just because I'm super lazy. Uh, but from... (laughs) Uh, He's been super busy. Uh, from the, um... Coach's Corner Food Drive. Yes. yes. It was at the Food Drive. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, we got some uh, interviews. Interviews. Who did you interview out there? It was all RC stuff. It was a couple of the wives, uh, Coach's daughter. Okay. So, so we're going to be dropping that here this week between uh, Christmas and New Year's. And yep. then we will be back with you in the new year in yep. 2021. Mm-hmm. First week of January. As we get you ready for uh, the year of the gunslinger. Yeah, that's right. So if you need proof, can't wait for it. If you need proof that football, professional football in San Antonio works, because football in San Antonio works, we didn't even talk about UTSA. They're going to or a bowl Taft. game. Didn't talk yeah. about Taft. Well, everywhere has high school football. Ah. I mean, I love high school football. <laughs> but I love Taft. Both of that. my daughters went to Taft. Um, so UTSA gets their bowl game. Mm-hmm. They, oh, that's they, right. They've already won one bowl game. It's going to be two. Did you know that? They were in a bowl game before, yeah. Well, no, they they've been in a bowl game, but they lost. But this year, they've already they've already defeated one team in a bowl. What's they, that? They were set up to play SMU. Oh, yeah, in the Frisco Bowl. That's right. SMU yep. mm-hmm. pulled out. 
So they we were, are the Frisco Bowl champions. They were scared. <laughs> we already won none. And then uh, we are going to the – we like I play for the team. Uh, the <laughs> Roadrunners are going to the First Responder Bowl. They're playing the Raging Cajuns. Yep. Mm. You know what's great about that? The food? What's that? The Raging Cajuns are <laughs> ranked number 19 in the country. Mm. Ooh. So if UTSA can pull off a win, it will be a big-time win in a bowl game against a ranked opponent. That'll be huge for the program, for that sure. That would be huge for Amazing. the program. Amazing. That is on the 26th, the day after Christmas. Yep. I'm two excited. 2 o'clock, I think, 2.30. I think, yeah, it's an early afternoon. First responder bowl up in Dallas. It is happening at SMU Stadium. SMU wouldn't play us, so we're just going to go to their house and play anyway. Right. There you go. Um, so that's a big deal. Uh, but if you need proof that professional football works in San Antonio, We've got the football. Yep. We've got the fans. Got those. We got the food. Food. Yep. For that's sure. why I'm fat. We got the <laughs> we got the fun and we've got the friends. We've that's got right. it all right here. Professional we football do. works in San Antonio. And if you need proof, you don't need to look any farther than the smoking guns. Bang bang. <laughs>